This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Welcome to episode 75 of Squib Kick Radio. I am your host, as always, Elias Powell, and I am joined here by both Harry Burton and Riley Pollock. If you guys could be a fish in the ocean, what fish would you be? <laughs> um, I'd probably be, like, do killer whales. No, I guess killer whales are technically mammals, right? They are orcas, but yeah. I would let them be a fish in the sea. Okay, yeah, like. that's it for sure, because they toss seals and it's hilarious. Okay. Harry? This is a tough question. You did ask for it. I didn't ask for this question. For the record, I said no one cares about how we're doing today. So <laughs> viewers, let us know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are, because I, I don't know a fish. Um, I will go with... The, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to disregard any other fish by leaving them out of this list. So I'll just uh, politely decline to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, Eli, what's your um, fish of choice? I don't know. I've got a couple on the mind. I think I might go with the sperm whale just because they dive to crazy depths and they eat giant squid, which are like mythical creatures basically in our eyes. So that's pretty cool. And like that's their primary source of food, I think. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think that's pretty badass. Yeah, I'll take that answer. Cool. You know Um, what? You know what? I changed my answer. My answer is now Orca, um, the most feared predator when it comes to uh, the sperm whale. So there you go. So the killer whale, like I said. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, same thing. I said, orca, pot, I said, orca, you said killer tomato, tomato. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Good start. Uh, orcas also do not kill sperm whales. I don't believe. Yeah, Which, that sounds made sp- up. Sperm whales, I think, are the whale that is uh, Moby Dick. Yeah. For those of you that are well, I just typed in on Google sperm whale predator, and the first thing that came up was the orca whale. So either 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 you're wrong or Google's wrong, Eli. Let's be real. Probably Google. Now we know. Yeah, that's pretty (laughs) uh pretty interesting. Uh, Oh no, but I am right about the sperm whale. They do eat the giant squid. So I my answer will not change. Okay, fair enough. Well, let's uh, get into today's episode. We got a ton of football to talk to. Unfortunately, we're not talking uh, marine biology for those of you that were slightly hoping for that today. Um, But we are talking football. So we got a week seven recap and we also have a news and injury report. And of course, our week eight preview and our picks. Um, I'm going to lead the week seven recap this week. And I'm going to start with the Arizona-Seattle game, uh, the Sunday nighter. 
And how terrifying was that rundown by DK Metcalf? Yeah, that was rank. He, uh, I believe he reached a top speed of just over 22 miles. Is it miles? I think it was like 20. I think it was 20. I thought it was, oh yeah, it was just over 22. Yeah. Yeah, That's, uh, that's fast. Yeah. Yeah. And saved a, uh, a timely touchdown, but ultimately did not matter as Arizona pulls out the win in overtime. I was just glad for uh, not having a tie. Personally. Yeah, it looked like it was going that way, and then Russ Bus kind of blew it. I mean, who had the touchdown? DK in overtime that got called back? Mm, yes. And then interception it right after. It was a it was a hold. Yeah. No, it, 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 I don't think it was in overtime either. They didn't do anything in overtime. I think it was right before time yeah fair um but yeah then russ bus throws a pick and field goal wins isaiah isaiah simmons first career interception yeah my goodness does does kyler look good though about time no he's been having like a good game every single week this week this year fantasy wise (laughs) yeah i mean he threw for like 97 yards or no he was like I don't know, some crazy low statistic last week. They still won, so like no one really cared, but he made he completed like nine passes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think he was like nine of 25 last week. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But he's getting wins, yeah. so that's that one, That's what matters. Uh, your Falcons, Riley, they did it again. I'm proud of them, honestly. Like, to accidentally score a touchdown to lose is... Not many teams can do that, you know? They, they're really good at what they do, and what they do is blow leads when they have a 98% chance win probability. They've blown three leads with a 98% win chance probability this year. The rest of the league combined has four blown leads of the same nature. Yeah, it's uh, that was a tough look. I am, uh, I am glad uh, Todd Gurley did go into the end zone. That would have hurt my uh, fantasy soul to see him Ugh. stop on the one-yard line like that. But Did you guys see the video of Matt Ryan like in the huddle being like, don't score? No. It, I think it just dropped today. He's like, don't score, go down after the first down. <laughs> and then he tried so hard and he fell down on the goal line. You got to think, though, there's, there's like a certain amount of just muscle memory. Like, Gurley's not even thinking what he's doing. He knows the play and his body just like takes over. He's done it so yeah. many times. Well, I think he, he needed, I think he needed to get the first it down. It was like so two yards to the first down yeah. and like seven yards to the touchdown. And yeah, the, the and Lions got, player was kind of holding him back a little bit and then let go of him, so it kind of slingshotted yeah. him forward as well. Yeah, so he had to fight for the 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 initial yardage yeah. to even get to the first down, and then they let him go and his carried him forward. Yeah, it was sad, but like kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, he very, got into very the end zone by a very half. Yeah. It was a half inch. Yeah, like, it was tough. That was so, like, that's as close as you can try to not score a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, then Dallas. Dallas is just on fire right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, they like, suck. It, like, <laughs> like, if losing was, like, the opposite of good, which I guess it is, but, yeah. <laughs> I had something there, didn't quite come out, so. No, those weren't that, you just described what losing is. I did. Um. But yeah, they like Andy Dalton wasn't great, and then he got his head taken off. Very Simone Lawrence esque play. Um, and I like the guy doesn't even get suspended. Has, no, he has to be in concussion protocol. Like, 
Well, he they're was, down. Oh, he was out. He was out. Yeah. He was on, he was on Weird yeah. Street after that hit for sure. Yeah, so uh, that's tough for the Cowboys, whose quarterback already wasn't playing good, and then their third stringer comes in. Ben uh, DiNucci. Mc... Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. Let's talk about Ben DiNucci for a second. He is he is not the answer. No. Ben DiNucci is probably the most fun name to say in the NFL. Um, hands down. How can he not be the franchise quarterback from here on out? Well, because he came in and they still lost 25 to 3 to Ben DiNucci. Well, he didn't know he was going to be playing. He's a third string. The last thing he's thinking. Well, he's a second string right now. Yeah, but like, give the guy a break. Prepare like you're starting. Give Ben DiNucci a break, Rawls. Like, let's see how he is when he knows he gets a full week of reps. Yeah. I mean, he he only threw the ball three times. Ben DiNucci. You heard it here first. He's going to be a stud. Ben DiNucci. Well, Mike McCarthy called out his entire team about not going to the aid of Andy Dalton. and Yeah, that was super soft. Yeah. It uh, it just is a testament to what's going on in, in Dallas right now. Yeah. Um, once again, Zeke only with 13 touches. Pollard at 8. This two straight weeks where they've been pretty close in touches. Well, they're playing from behind. Yeah, fair. Jerry uh, Jones has been saying he's thinking about making some major moves before the deadline. Does he trade Zeke? I don't think so. It's so hard to make blockbuster trades, I feel like, in the NFL. You're you're not going to find someone that wants that contract either. That's the big thing. I think if it was a normal, like, running back salary of years past, I don't think it would be that much of an issue, but he's making a lot of money, and, I mean... I disagree. Well, I had this, I had this question... I had this question in the news, so let's just put it here, I guess. Should the Cowboys, if they want to make a big move, trade for a quarterback or accept their fate? No, no, they tank for Trevor. This is the perfect time to tank for Trevor. Mm, But they already have two wins, and I just don't think that the Jets are going to have two wins this year. How Uh, many more times do the Jets play the tank bowl? Do they play each other? We shall see. Stay tuned. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they trade for a quarterback at all. Honestly. Not even like a Fitz? Can... Now that he's pissed? I mean, like, if you can get him for, like, a sixth-round pick, sure. Yeah. Uh, Like, I don't... I don't know. I, I don't see it coming. Like, if they really needed someone, there's lots of free agents. They can figure it out. The Cowboys do not play the Jets this year. So no tank bowl, no tank bowl. Um, they play the football team again on the 26th of November. Yeah. They already blew it once when they were trying to win. So it, it's it'd yeah. be a believable tank. Yeah. I mean, why not just okay. Justin Fields or, t- or Trevor, either one would be good. Yeah. I just think there's worse teams around that are probably going to get them. Yeah, I agree. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, we've got Pittsburgh wins the battle of the five and O's. They beat Tennessee. Yeah, that was a pretty fun football game to watch, especially the back half of it. Yeah, um, I agree. I really like this Pittsburgh team. Yeah, they're their good. defense is sick, like sick. Yeah, they looked a yeah, step above uh, Tennessee for sure. Yeah, the entire like, the entire game. It was what seven or twenty four to seven at the half for Pittsburgh. 
and then it finished 27-24. Like, the Titans really, really tried, but just couldn't get there. A.J. Brown mm-hmm. had a huge game, 153 yards and a touchdown. Like, he he's went a monster. off. Oh, he's so good. Uh, Derrick Henry, 75 yards rushing only, which is, like, all you can really ask for. Yeah, and did you see that one stealer, that one linebacker yeah. guy that oh. had to stop him at the one? Oh, my God. Literally just destroyed his shoulder. I haven't heard anything come out really because yeah. I, I he wasn't he's more of a i think he's filling in for bud dupree actually so not one of the main guys you hear in the news but he has to have a separate or a broke i thought it looked like a broken collarbone yeah it's a it's honestly reality. like a career decision to meet derrick henry in the hole <laughs> like he stopped him yeah though but it cost him his collarbone yeah that was uh that was violent it was that's what i said in um, our group chat. I was yeah. like, that is a violent, violent collision. Yeah. San Fran fed the Patriots. They're awful. Cam Newton got pulled. They, uh, they're, they're not good. And it looks like everyone's questioning of their, the New England offense was right when we said that Tom Brady didn't have any weapons. Because now look at what he's doing with weapons again. Yeah, I mean, man, it's tough to it's tough to put your finger on it, but the guy's good at football, man. Who's that? Finds out a way. Tom. Tom. Yeah. Well, it, it looked like he was like kind of mad at the start of the season, but he's really turned it on the past two three weeks. Well, I heard he was yeah. going by the playbook that was given to him at the beginning of the season, and now he's being able to call his own plays. Ah, that so, could do it. Yeah. That is, I think, the biggest difference with Tom Brady. It was, uh, it was also back to my previous statement. Was not Bud Dupree, but Devin Bush. Ah, that was yeah. the injured dealer. Little fact check there. We do check our sources here, and it was Robert Spillane who met him in the background or backfield and got his shoulder blown up. So nice. I'm just trying to figure out what actually happened. I haven't seen anything either. Maybe he's just chill. Yeah. I mean, it looked like it hurt. Yeah. Um, Bears offense was brutal. Yeah. Against the Rams. They had a field goal. Their defense scored the touchdown. I actually didn't uh, watch this game. It was it was a beating. Like, 24 to 10 is what the final score was, but it, like, it could have been way worse. Like, the Rams dominated them. Nick Foles looked awful. It uh, and apparently Foles and Nagy have a have a bit of a beef now. Foles doesn't want Nagy calling the offensive plays or doesn't agree with the plays that Nagy's been calling. So, little turmoil and yeah, bears. yeah. He says he's calling plays that he know or he knows will not work. Yeah, it's a little drama, in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, any other games, boys? Mm, well, no. Not really. I was <laughs> going to talk about the news. Or is that where we are? Let's talk about the news. Okay. Well, let's just go into the news. Um, OBJ, done for the season. Yeah. Torn ACL. That sucks. Yeah, it's tough. And he did it on a tackle off of just garbage interception from Baker. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Had him on the fantasy see. squad. Was doing well. Yeah. Top 20 fantasy I, wide receiver. I had him on one of my, one of my leagues as well, so I had to make a... Uh, Make a trade this week, nice. unfortunately. But yeah, 
hate to hate to see it, yeah. but um, that also hurts my uh, Baker Mayfield passing bet. Yeah, that's not going to be great for you. I was going to say, let's be real. Let's be real here, Eli. Your bet was already hurt before this, so. <laughs> hey, he almost threw for three hundred yards. It's true. He's only had yeah, he's seven like weeks. Twelfth in the AFC. Yeah, seven weeks to do it. Um, Carlos Dunlap to the Seahawks, Eli. Yeah, it's a big move. Finally. They need help, man. It was pretty clear in that Arizona game. Their defense was exhausted, and they just can't get to the passer. Yeah, their pass rush was garbage. Kyler yeah. dropped back. It has been all year. Kyler dropped back like 38 times or something, I want to say, and did it, they yeah. didn't get a QB hit even, not even a knockdown. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. That's big for the big for the defense yeah. and good for uh, Carlos's career. Yeah. So. Uh. Allen Robinson's in concussion protocol right now. Got his noodle bounced around a little bit. Yeah, and that's Tough sweet. Look. That's sweet for me, <laughs> who has yeah. Allen Robinson. Just about every player on my team is injured, but, you know, you battle through. You do what you can. Well, it's it's that kind of season. And if You're he can't play, one. like, an already not good Bears offense gets way worse. Yeah, I would look for Anthony Miller to move into that number one spot. Yeah. Um... Seahawks also have what three running backs on the or on the injured list right now, like on the injury report. Yeah, it, it's saying Carson's going to be a game time decision, though. Yeah, Hyde's questionable with a groin, I believe, tight groin tightness or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, isn't Homer hurt too? Is Homer still there? Yeah, he's uh, or is it, uh, no, he's and hurt. Penny, he, he's hurt still. Yeah, Rashad Penny is on the IR. He should be coming back soon, though. Yeah, it's a tough, tough day to be a running back in Seattle. Tough couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, Kenyon Drake also didn't have this on the thing, but he's out for... They're basically treating it as a high ankle sprain. Could be, you know, three to five, four to six kind of thing. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. He's He had a few good games there, too. Stringing together a couple good games, and then he got hurt. Chase Edmonds is going to thrive in that offense. He's been doing so well. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he's a good one. We'll see how he does as the lead back, but it, 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 a lot of the times, the the back that kind of fills in looks better as the secondary back than he does as the lead back. But yeah, you could say the same we'll thing see. though about Drake uh, last year being that fill in guy and looking better than uh, yeah. David David Johnson, but then this year kind of went and and Drake had was the starter for like the end of the season last year and was looking good for all of his games. And then coming into this year, it's just like, it kind of looks like the same, almost the same thing where what happened to Drake, are teams just preparing for this now or yeah. like what's going on and the backup could look better. Well, and Drake's taken the big hits, you know, on the inside run, whereas Edmonds is kind of the more flashy back. Yeah. He's yeah. not, he's not taking that consistent beating in between the tackles. So no, for sure. Yeah. Um, Everson Griffin to the Lions. Cowboys making a deal. Lions yeah. winning two, winning two in a row and picking up some help on the D. Well, hopefully he plays better than he did on Dallas because he was a stud when he was in the Vikings, and I didn't even know. I for, yeah. or I I knew, but I forgot he was on Dallas because he was doing absolutely nothing there. Yeah, for sure. We kind of talked about Tom Brady already, but like boys. He's he's looking real good the past few weeks. He is. Yeah. 
He's got a decent run game. He's got a bunch of weapons. Gronk has stepped it up the past two weeks. That offense is clicking. And their defense is probably top five in the league. Don't look now, but my prediction that Tampa would be like a 10-6, and 9-7 and team might be wrong. Yeah, I mean they're they're rolling, they're they're figuring it out. We we've been saying it for most of the season that it's going to take a little bit of time for Tom to uh, get used to everyone, but they seem to be doing well, and they're only going to get better with AB. Uh, Bruce Arians Possibly. said today that uh, well, I mean Bruce said today that he looks great, like he's in football shape right now, and his first workout with the team uh, went very well yeah it's never been a question of what he can do on the field it's what he does off the field that could be the issue yep but hopefully tom keeps him reined in um I'm on team maybe big time yeah it i mean they their receiving core is stupid with ab um yep. des bryant signed on the ravens practice squad kind of made fun of this in our group chat like what are they going to do next? Sign Terrell Owens. But I know that Bryant's only 32, but he wasn't fast to begin with. Probably has lost a step from tearing his Achilles and not really playing. And if they need him to be just like a red zone target, they already have Andrews. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. That's that guy. I don't know, man. I think I personally think this makes the Ravens offense better. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced either. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a reason Des Bryant took basically the whole season to sign with New Orleans, and then he got hurt. Like, if if teams thought he was a viable option, he would have been signed in the off season last year. Yeah, but I just think the core concept of giving Lamar a large receiver to throw the ball to does not make them. Yeah, but is he a large, good receiver anymore? Man, Lamar's not a good passer, so it doesn't really matter. So it does. It might not help the offense. (laughs) Well, it might. Maybe he's a bigger target for Lamar to hit. Yeah. Fair. You know, and and they're not signing Dez to you know. If Lamar's if Lamar's looking for a big target, he's already got Andrews. That's what I said. Like so, really? Come on. I don't know. And that other huge tight end that looks exactly like <laughs> I'm I'm not saying I'm terrified of the Ravens offense now that they signed Des Bryant, but I'm not saying I'm not gonna say it's a bad move. We'll see. We don't even know if they he's need, gonna make the roster. He's only on the we, practice we, roster. We've all been saying that they need a big receiver for so long. Yeah, I meant I meant like a, a relevant one though. Never know. We'll see. But, yeah, I'm not convinced until I see him play. Uh, Chris Godwin out this week with a broken finger. Tape it up. Yeah, had, like, let's he had, go. No, he had, he had finger surgery well, earlier you know, this week. Tape it up. Agreed. Coward. Just kidding. But uh, 
it, they expect and literal surgery. Yeah, what like tape, bro? Take some pills. Joe Thornton played the playoffs on a torn ACL. He's fine with a broken finger. Um, but they only expect him to miss one week. Yeah, which whatever. AB can't be back, so look for Evans to actually do something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, AB's back in two weeks. Yeah, I think it's what week nine. Yep. Nine. Um, Christian McCaffrey back at practice, expected to come off the IR. See how he does. Davis owners, try and squeeze one of your friends right now. I think. Yeah, I mean he'll play this week. Does I think so too? Does uh. Does this injury affect McCaffrey's performance the rest of the year? Not not in himself personally, but just the team um, seeing that they have more than one option at running back. Plus, he's proved himself this year. So do you see McCaffrey seeing less snaps, I guess you should, I, I should say? I could see him getting a few less snaps just to keep him fresh. Like... I still think he's going to be the workhorse, but Davis has proved that he deserves a few more touches a game. I agree. Like I think, I think McCaffrey will still be like far and away the touch leader. As he but should. But I think yeah. he loses a few. Well, and it's not necessarily uh, snaps per se, but I think having him gone for most of the season so far has been an eye-opening experience for the Panthers in and of itself. Like he was. Like, he was their offense. They would not throw the ball, period. Or throw it to him. But yeah, now that, Or they would, and they would yeah. throw it. Exactly. So now they have receivers that Teddy Bridgewater has confidence in. Yeah, Robbie the and... playbook has evolved. Robbie so, and DJ have looked really good in, with McCaffrey out. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure Teddy Bridgewater's, Bridgewater's like fifth or sixth in passing yards in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. so is... Christian McCaffrey going to be still a fantasy like all-star? Yes. Is he going to like average 30 points a game like he was? No, probably not. Yeah, I'd have to agree. No, I agree with you guys. Any, too, but, but yeah, yeah, good question, Harry. A- anything else here before we move into week eight, boys? Well, just more of like some general news is what like I've been hearing from around the league is that the trade deadline is going to be a snoozer because there is... Like, what is it, the 48-hour incubation period for a player being traded uh, before they can join the team? So the census around the league is most teams are going to be doing making their moves a few days before the trade deadline. So what people are expecting is there's not even going to be anything. Yes, you mean mean in terms of COVID testing, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to make these trades a few days before the deadline so players can get in the building. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all, all I right. got. I got no more news. We got some, uh, we got some divisional matchups in Week Eight, boys. Some big ones, and I don't think any is bigger than Pittsburgh and Baltimore this week. Pittsburgh six and zero. Baltimore is what five and one, four and one. Yep. Like it's uh, they're five and one. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Two really good defenses. Two pretty good offenses. Like, this could be a hell of a football game in a huge division rivalry. Yeah, I think uh, I think Pittsburgh's gonna gonna run away with this. Like, not close. I don't think so. Wow, I disagree. Yeah. I think it'll be a good game. 
Yeah, I think it'll be a great game too. Pittsburgh just finds a way to not like blow teams out. That's true. They are a very meticulous offense. Um, I don't know, but I just think Baltimore's offense isn't going to be able to do anything against Pittsburgh. Yeah, we'll have to see. I I love that matchup, though. I can't wait to watch that this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Um, New England-Buffalo, another divisional matchup. Patriots haven't looked good. Buffalo only beat the Jets by eight. It's uh, The Bills can really cement their spot atop the division if they beat New England this week. Yeah, I think they crushed New England. Again, like, I don't think this will be a good game. We'll see. Like, they barely skated past the Jets. Yeah, but, dude, the Patriots pulled their starting quarterback. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. That, I, I like that one, too. But, yeah, I mean, Buffalo could. New England's looked really bad. Uh, your, your boys, the Raiders, Harry, taking on Cleveland. Could be a good game. Raiders? Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. Raiders are rolling right now. I think they're playing pretty good football. They are. Yeah, like they, Cleveland is kind of just lost. Cleveland's got a good D, though. And the Raiders have a good offense. And Cleveland has a very meh offense and a very not good defense. So this game's probably going to be closer than I'd like it to be. But Well, we'll Cleveland's see. run game is pretty nasty. But just, like, ever since Chubb went out, it's Hunt's production's almost gone down, too. Like, when they had the 1-2 and were always... Kind like of rested. It yeah, seemed fresh like coming it on was, the field. Yeah. But yeah, Cleveland's definitely a run first team, especially with Odell out now. Yeah. Chargers and Broncos, another divisional one. Both teams two and four. Um Drew Locke is back. Has been for a couple. Herbert looks really good. I think this is a Chargers win. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Chargers are rolling. I don't know. I think the Broncos can make a, make a step. It was Drew Locke's first game back post-injury. He looked kind of not comfortable. Yeah, I like this could also be a really good game. Like, Herbert's looked really good. Yeah. Big fan of how yeah. he's played. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. Like, it just seems like it's all the big divisional games. Like, at the Falcons and Carolina on Thursday... Yep. That'll be a good one, maybe. Falcons will probably go up 20 and lose. As as is tradition, boys. Gotta be. Yeah. And then uh, Saints and Chicago. I think this also could be a great game. Like, New Orleans, again, like, kind of meh this year. Yeah. Chicago, I don't think, deserves the 5-2 and two record, personally. We'll have to no. see if... Nick Foles can uh, kind of guide that offense again because they were just awful. But Nick Foles yeah. minus Allen Robinson, so yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, the Saints could bounce. I mean, I could see Kamara getting a million, so I'm happy with that. And I could see Lattimore getting two TDs on defense, <laughs> so. Yeah, there you go. Well, and then there's also, I mean, this is going to be not a good game, but um, Dallas-Philly. Yeah, Philly could really pull away in that D, the division there from Dallas if they win this one. Be a whole yep. game and a half up on them. And don't don't count out Washington either. They're only a half game back of Philly. Yeah. Well, there's lots of divisional games. We also have yeah. Seattle versus San Fran. Yeah. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah, a lot pretty of divisional matchups. Pretty good week of football. San Fran, Seattle could be good too. Seattle's another yeah. one of those teams that just doesn't really blow teams out. <laughs> like, they're... Uh, 
they're a kind of just stay a little bit ahead team or a comeback team. Yeah. So that could be a good game. San Fran's looked pretty good the last two weeks. After we kind of were like, oh shit, they might not be very good. <laughs> yeah, that's lots of good matchups this week. It'll be a busy Sunday. It'll be the Panthers and the Falcons. Well, you're probably listening to this either just before or just after the game, but Panthers and Falcons on Thursday. I'll be tuning in so that I can get my heart broken early and just enjoy Sunday football. Be a nice little change for me. Oh, yeah. You never know. They might show up. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we good? Yep, we're good. Off Let's the picks. picks. Let's go. Yeah. I'm fired up again, boys. We'll, uh, we'll just go down the list here. Last week's results. Harry went 1-2-1. One, one. Tough week. Seattle minus 3.5 lost. Uh, Pittsburgh, or Tennessee minus 1 versus Pittsburgh lost. And then you had Cleveland minus three versus Cincy, and that one tied because Cleveland minus three. That's your second tie of the, the season, Harry. You love those ties. Thanks, yeah, Charles. Got it. Yeah. And then your win <laughs> was Detroit plus two and a half versus Atlanta. So now Harry is 13, 13, and two on the season, a nice even 500. That's what I like to see. Uh, yeah. Eli? Yeah, I'm uh, continuing to slide. Yeah. Not doing well. One, two, and one as well. You had Tampa minus three and a half versus Vegas that won. Your tie was also Cleveland minus three versus Cincy. You had Seattle minus three and a half versus Arizona that loss. And you had New Orleans minus seven and a half versus Carolina. They only won by three. So that one lost as well. 13, 14, and one for Eli, just under that 500 mark. Yeah. It's just tough. Uh, I had a. Oh, I only lost one game this week. Two, one, and one. I had Pittsburgh plus one versus Tennessee. That one won. Green Bay minus three and a half versus Houston. Just seemed like a gimme. I couldn't believe you two didn't take that action. Uh, Cleveland minus three versus Cincy tied for me as well. So all three of us tied on that game. And then my lone loss, the damn Dirty Birds. Looked good there for a sec. I mean, I would have lost either way. If they would have not scored that touchdown and kicked the field goal, they would have won by two. And it's a minus two and a half line, so uh, I lost that one either way. And I am now 14, 13, and one. Good enough to squeeze back into first place, boys. Me and Harry this week. Me and Harry have been jockeying for that one spot all year. I'm coming for it. Um, and with that, Eli, what do you got in yeah. week eight? Okay. I am going to take Pittsburgh plus three and a half versus Baltimore. I'm going to then take Las Vegas plus two and a half versus Cleveland. Then on Thursday, I'm going to take the Falcons curse plus two and a half versus Carolina. You sicken me. And then I'm going to take Detroit plus two and a half versus Indy. So you did hear that right. I am taking an upset card this week for the first time in Squib Kick Radio history. With Pittsburgh plus three and a half versus Baltimore, Las Vegas two and a half plus two and a half that is against Cleveland, Atlanta plus two and a half against Carolina, and then Detroit plus two and a half against Indy. Let's go! All dogs. Upset card. Yep. All dogs right. Gotta eat. Let's go. Eli, looking to make a big move this week. New strategy change, man. I can't buy a win here, so we're gonna we're gonna change it up. Harry, at thirteen, thirteen, and two. What do you got this week? All right, I got the 
I put LA minus three and a half versus Miami, but it's actually the LA Rams. Good thing I knew that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> next, I've got uh, Tennessee minus five and a half versus Cincy. Since he's not good, period. Uh, next, Seattle minus three versus San Francisco. Uh, San Fran played good last week, but again, I just I, th- I think Seattle is a top tier team in the league this year. I do- I just don't see Russ losing that game. Yeah, tough for them to lose two divisional games in a row. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And then I've got Buffalo minus three and a half versus New England. Bill, I feel like, always has a good scheme put together whenever he plays Buffalo. I don't know what it is about those two teams, but, yeah, New England looks bad. Bill can only do so much. I'm taking Buffalo minus three and a half. So one more more time, super quick. The Rams minus three and a half versus the Dolphins. The Titans minus five and a half versus the Bengals. Seattle... Blew it. I was saying the team names. Wow, tough one. Uh, tough one. See <laughs> the Seahawks minus three um, versus. I'm just gonna say San Fran. Just blow this one all together. And then Buffalo minus three and a half versus New England. It's kind of a a, a wishy washy recap, but there you go. Yeah, you blew it, but that's okay. We still love you, Harry. Thank you. Uh, I will do my picks now. At first place, guys. Uh, I'm going to also take Pittsburgh plus three and a half versus Baltimore. I like this Pittsburgh team, and until they show me different, um, I think they're the second best team in the AFC right now, probably behind KC. I know statistically they're better than KC, but I'm not, I'm, come on, I'm not being crazy here. Um, Tennessee minus five and a half versus Cincy. Harry, I agree with you. Cincy's D is just awful. I think Henry has like 200 yards rushing that game. Uh, Buffalo minus three and a half versus New England as well. I'm not a huge fan of it, but they should win. And then I'm going to take Green Bay minus seven versus Minnesota. I know this is a big divisional game. Those two teams play each other tough, but I just think Green Bay is way better than Minnesota this year. So, uh, yeah, there you go, boys. I don't hate those rails. I like it. But you never know. The picks this year are fickle mistress, so... Yeah, it's it's been not a lot of love going for, uh, not a lot of love for me this year. Yeah, um, zero people lost the survivor pool this week. Hey, good job. Yeah, everyone. still at good seventeen job. out of eighty-five. Good work, everyone. Uh, I've won yet again this week in our for our fantasy team. We're now four and three after starting zero and three. Four game heater for the boys. And we're taking on last year's champ this week, who's also 4-3. and three. So, uh, big, big statistical and standings battle this week. We took some heat from the collective group as well for being for losing yeah. our own league. So, y'all can suck it. Yeah. Good job, Rawls. Yeah. That's awesome. Four in a row. Let's go. Do we have any other promising matchups in the, uh, in the fantasy league or anyone of, of note? I... Putting you on the spot. Yeah. Put Harry on the spot. Putting you on the spot as well. What'd I do? All right. Just give me one second here as we uh, yeah. enter our league. The Squib Kick Football League, as we like to call it. Um, I mean, there's got to be something, right? Got to be another good matchup here. Who do we got? 
We have 12th versus 11th, so that's a good one. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, that's... Uh, honestly, no. There's uh, 7th versus 3rd is probably the biggest other matchup besides us. Ours is 4th, who is us, versus 5th, who is the last year's champ. And then we have uh, Fuchs versus Spobes, Milton Alexander versus Will Suck D's for RBs. Great that's team the name. Three, three versus seven yeah. matchup. So uh, yeah, other than that, no, not really. All right. Well, so I guess that's uh, where we're at. Yeah, boring, boring times in our fantasy league. Besides those two matchups, we're in the middle of the season. It's grind. Everyone's grinding. Everyone's working hard. So yeah, don't blame them. But you know. Yeah, that's where we're at. But, okay, well, oh, that's, that's. Uh, I just oh, wanted to say one more thing Uh-oh. here. Uh, the CFL Uh-oh. lost two pretty influential people this week. Joey oh, yeah. Moss, who was the, I mean, guest locker room attendant for the Oilers and uh, Eskimos forever. Um, yeah. He came around when Wayne Gretzky was young. Um, yeah. He passed away at fifty-seven. Super tough. He was. He was. All over Edmonton sports. If you followed any Edmonton sports, you knew who Joey Moss was. Um, and then David Braley, the owner of the BC Lions, also passed away this week. He kind of single-handedly kept the CFL going at some points. He was the BC Lions owner. He was paying the bills for the Argos for a while until they sold to MLSE. He owned the Tiger Cats for a little bit. He really did throw a lot of money into this league to keep it afloat when in the dark years. So, uh, yeah, I guess just RIP to both of them. RIP indeed. It's tough to see. Doing most yeah. sad. One. Oh, it's so sad. So, so involved in, in all Edmonton sports. Yeah, that was a tough one for sure. All right. Well, um, thanks for for ending us on a somber note. Yeah. Um, we'll have to, uh, come back, come back strong next episode. Thanks for that. Uh, um, well that's all we have as always check us out on the social medias at squib radio and with that we will uh talk to you next week guys. I, got, I, I, I got you stuck off the rail the, the realness think not the shit's too hot You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.
You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.